Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Is Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SENZ. Just gone 8 o'clock on Tuesday, the 27th of December with Mitch and McIver in the morning till 11 here on SENZ Around New Zealand and on the SEN app in Australia. Uh, we're going to talk to Alex Schiffer shortly uh, about the Brooklyn Nets and the NBA. He's the beat writer for the Brooklyn Nets and also the Athletic and the like. And the, I'm look, really looking forward to having a chat with him on this one because... Uh, We've discovered the Nets are one of the hottest teams running around at the moment. Don't forget we have Quizzy Dag coming your way before 9 o'clock this morning. And, of course, if you want to get amongst that, you get the chance to win the $50 TAB bonus bet here on Mitch and McIver. Brought to you by the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Our can't-wait question of the day is, what do you think of Richie Mwanga going to Japan to play for Toshiba after the Rugby World Cup? What do you think? I think Mitch and I have gone, yeah, okay. We have agreed on that one, haven't we, Mitch? It's, yeah, okay. There'll be someone to fill the gap. Think so. That, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yep, think so. <laughs> yep, think so. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, don't commit too early. Get on the Ken Hutt's higher phone line, 0800 811. That's 0800 811 on the Ken Hutt's higher phone line. If you want to have a thought, give us your thoughts about that, and on the Timber Bed Post X line, double eight double three. We'll talk to Alice Schiffer shortly. You know, one of the questions I want to ask him, like I've always been, I think I've traditionally always been a Lakers fan. Yep. What's going on? I mean, our Davis is out, big Anthony Davis is out, and I just don't think uh, LeBron can carry the team on his own. Second I, year I, in a row, eh? Second <laughs> carrying year, all these rookies. Second year in a row. Some great memes uh, out there at the moment. Uh, I mean, they are languishing at 13th in the Western Conference with a, a 13 and – no, they, what is it? Yeah, they are 13th with a 13-20 and 20 record. And I saw a, a number yesterday or a graph yesterday that like in the last eight games he's averaging like 35 points. It's crazy, eh? It's nuts. Do you yet. think the general manager will trade himself? I don't know. <laughs> but, see, they're they're a team that have been embroiled in what, what's going on with the trades, right? Mm. But, but because, you know the whole Russell Westbrook thing. Would you keep Russell Westbrook? Because because he's so worth so much. He's like forty five. He's come million, right Forty five million dollars a he's year. He's come right? right. He's playing some good basketball. Yeah, so, but they're a long way off. They're a long way off. That Eastern Conference is being owned at the mo- oh, the Western Conference is being owned by the Denver Nuggets at the moment. We'll talk to. Uh, Alex about the Denver Nuggets in just a moment because Nikola Jokic had one a ridiculous triple double the other day. 
And so, and then they've got the Pelicans, who are the, and the Grizzlies, the Memphis Grizzlies, the Memphis Grizzlies is there as well, which is Stephen Adams team. All right, let's uh, welcome in Alex Schiffer, uh, for our Brooklyn Nets beat writer, also for the Athletic HQ. Hey, Alex, uh, thanks for giving us your time, mate. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Thanks for having me, mate. Mate, we are good, but we can't understand. And you're going to have to explain this to us that with all the off-season ramblings of Katie, yes, Katie, know what's going on with Ben Simmons. The Brooklyn Nets, along with the 76ers, are the hottest team in the NBA. They're both on eight-game winning streaks. The last ten for the Nets, nine and one. What gives? Yeah, you know it's funny. We were walking out of a press conference a week or two ago when this win streak started, and a couple of reporters looked around and we, and we all said, you know. Uh, this is probably one of the first ones we've had in a while of those where there was no drama or, you know, just all basketball related questions. So uh, they're taking care of business. I mean, you know, they, they have their main guys healthy and, and Ben Simmons, uh, Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie Irving. You know, the supporting cast is making it work there. You know, it's an, it's an easy part of the schedule, you know, up until that game against Milwaukee Friday, which they blew them out, too. So, um, you know, they, they haven't had health. Like this in a while, they haven't had continuity and chemistry, and and the schedule hasn't hurt either. I mean, how, yeah, obviously you say the boys are healthy. Um, Kyrie Irving's been um, awesome as well. Is he he's he really the key that's ignited this side this year? I, I mean, Kevin Durant has been just unbelievable. You know, he's shooting you know fifty seven percent from the field, I think, which is ridiculous. I think he's shooting sixty percent on th- on two pointers, which is also a ridiculous number. So. You have to look at the way he's played. You know, Nick Claxton has emerged as a great young center. Um, Kyrie's been great. He's been available, which is usually the, the main battle with him. And, uh, you know, they, they've gotten it from a little bit of everywhere else, too, with the shooting. You know, Utah Watanabe. Um, I don't know if Japan would be considered a neighbor to you guys. It's kind of over in the Pacific over there. But, you know, he's he's been a revelation. Edmund Sumner's given them good minutes. So that they've had some depth. Uh, that they haven't had before is in addition to the stars. So so you've mentioned everybody except Ben Simmons, and it seems to be the lingering question about Ben Simmons. Are you seeing what they paid for yet, or is is, is he a no-go? It's a good question. You know, uh, he's making $35 million a year. I, well, I mean, for, for, the, for the whole what they paid for, you know, I mean, right now I feel like the jury's still out on that trade with James Harden and... Uh, and Ben Simmons, I don't know if you saw the report in the States by ESPN yesterday that James Harden might be wanting to go back to Houston already. Um, so that that trade continues to look a bit like a wash right now, even though both teams are playing well. Um, you know, he's had moments where he looks like the guy he used to be, and then he kind of disappears. I thought the Milwaukee game, he was great. You know, you saw him attacking Giannis. He was active on defense. Um, is he back to the full height of what he was before the hiatus from Philly and everything that ended there? I, I would say not. Um, but uh, I would say that he's trending in that direction, and that's promising. I, I think if he can continue the trajectory he appears to be on, you know, I think they're in good shape. But I, I've been there. You know, he had the calf injury. He's had the knee. You know, it, it hasn't been a smooth return to play, and I guess it, it's a tough expectation given – how long he was away, but you know he's had his own health issues here and there. He's looking good right now, but again, I it's funny. One of my friends is a Nets fan, and I, I pick his brain sometimes for my job, and he goes, look, like as good as they look right now, we can't forget the past few seasons. I'm not all in yet, and I think that's a good good mind, uh, mindset to have right now, just given 
how crazy it can get so quickly. Well, Alex, let's um, look forward to the game tonight against the Cavs. Uh, see, Seth Curry's been downgraded um, to a non um, to questionable for tonight um, with a non-COVID-related illness. Um, this is a Cavs side that has got some exciting young talent. C- Captain K, you would have spoken to on the phone. He thinks Evan Mobley is uh, possibly, potentially, if he has keeps going the way he's going, could be a potential Hall of Famer. Is this a, is this going to be a tough ask for the Nets tonight? Yeah, I, I think this is a great test. You know, the Cavs are right ahead of them in the standings, and I think a win would uh, would flip the Nets and Cavs from uh, with third and fourth, respectively, in the conference. You know, Milwaukee, I thought, was going to be a down-of-the-wire game, and it wasn't. You know, the, the Nets blew them out. I, I, again, I don't know if I'm all in if they win this, but I'm definitely – but they would continue to look more and more like a contender if they can take care of business tonight. So I, I think this is a great test, especially you, know, you look at the other side of this. They have the Charlotte Hornets and the Atlanta Hawks in reverse order, I'm sorry, after this game. So, you know, after this – and then the Spurs come to town. So they don't really have another test like this standings-wise for a few weeks when the Celtics come back. So I, I think this is a great test. Oh, I want to jump to the Western Conference uh, for a moment, Alex, because I want to ask what the hell is going on with the Lakers when the, Navs, the Mavs go and put on a 51-point third quarter, come from behind and beat the Lakers 124-115. Is it still just the LeBron show with Dave Dave's uh, out and Westbrook not doing what he should be doing. I mean, where, do, where does this program go? Yeah, you know, you, you talk about um, what they paid for. I mean, Russell Westbrook's been good compared to where he was last year for the Lakers, but he is still making $47 million this year. And that's obviously, you know, it's tough to get return on investment um, when that's the number he's getting paid. I think they're a very flawed team. They lack shooting. They're not very deep. Um, you know, they gave away a lot for Anthony Davis, and it's it's shown. And he can't stay healthy right now, and that, that's, you know, a real problem. So I don't know what the future holds because I just don't know what else there is to do with them. You know, the, the Pelicans have their lottery pick this year, so they can't really do what the Portland Trailblazers did and, you know, tank for a high draft pick and retool around LeBron. So I don't really know um, – what the answer is per se, because they're just so limited in what they can do and they can still trade Russ, but you know, he's also giving them something good right now. They don't have Mm. a lot of that. And, uh, and so they're just very limited in what they can do. And if they are going to make a trade, they can't get it wrong given, given how thin their hand is. Yeah. Russell Westbrook, 45 million. Um, you know, that's a price, uh, well up there. Um, I'll tell you what, one of the, one of the draft picks of the century is Nikola Jokic, um, 41st draft pick in the second round, mate. Um, he, he racked up his 83rd career triple-double on Christmas Day, mate. This guy, to get up over the Suns, he's just, he's just phenomenal at the moment, mate. He's ridiculous. As you said, he's easily the greatest second-round pick ever. Um, I think the Denver Nuggets are a very interesting team because, you know, they also haven't been fully healthy. Michael Porter Jr.'s had some issues. Jamal Murray's coming back from an ACL. Um, You know, they could win the whole thing, and it wouldn't stun me. They're very deep. They have so much offensive firepower. I'm a little biased toward their coach, Mike Malone. He's from New Jersey like me. Uh, He went to a rival high school of mine. He's a really nice guy. But they have so many ways that they can hurt you. They've built through the draft. You know, th- there's a lot to like with them, and uh, it would not stun me if they win the whole thing. 
Let's talk about the defending champs, Golden State. They are languishing at 11th in the Western Conference, 16 and 18, but they tipped up the Grizzlies, who sit third. But the, the, all the talk is coming out after Clay Thompson had a crack at Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks talking about this whole, oh, we, you know, dynasty with Jar Morant and, uh, and the likes. Is that a big deal as far as NBA talkers at the moment? I wouldn't say as much. I think the whole country is still recovering from that dunk Aaron Gordon had last night against the Suns. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that. You should get you look at it if you haven't. Um, you know, I mean, it's it's frustrating. I was with the Warriors last week when they came to Brooklyn. They're very shorthanded. They just gave Jordan Poole that extension. And, and you, again, you talk about what you pay for. He hasn't exactly lived up to that immediately. Um, Steph Curry's hurt. Obviously, they're just a completely different team with him out there. Clay Thompson still finding himself a little bit after coming back from both those injuries last year. So um, I, I think that they're kind of, you know, in a, in a weird phase right now because they were kind of banking on it being like a change of the guard type year where you have Steph, Draymond, and Clay getting older. And these young guys of, of Jordan Poole, Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, and James Wiseman start to take the torch and uh, pass the torch to them. And, you know, James Wiseman hasn't worked out as the second overall pick. Um, mixed returns from the other guys like Poole, as I said. So they're they're kind of in just a weird state right now as they're banged up and also some of the guys they were kind of banking on taking that leap haven't taken it yet. Yeah, that's uh, really interesting you bring that up. I guess um, the options going forward uh, are possibly trading Draymond Green and, and Clay Thompson um, to rebuild. Do you see a, a home for them um, anywhere else in the league? It, it's tough to say, you know, um... I think as I speak to you today, not yet, because I think, you know, Clay is coming back from an Achilles and an ACL, one on each knee. So I, or leg, excuse me. I, I think if I were a GM, I would want to see him be healthy longer and see if he gets back into a, you know, look closer to what he was before he got hurt. Hmm. And Draymond, the problem with Draymond is I think he makes either in the high 20s or mid 30s uh, million dollar wise, salary wise. And I, I think that to, to trade for someone like him and get the money to match for a guy that's a defensive-based player and getting older is a tough sell. And, you know, I, I think that punch he had on Jordan Poole has kind of hurt his stock a little bit where are you going to give up all those assets for a guy that might do something like that again and, and you know, you're, you have a PR nightmare, you know, do you have to send him home? What happens with that? So I, I think I, – I think – it's a tough sell to trade for Draymond right now, especially given he's going to be a free agent and he'd be this expensive rental you're giving a lot up for to, to play a limited role. So uh, I don't – I think the bigger thing that the, could help the Warriors trade-wise is that these younger guys play well enough to improve their trade stock and maybe you trade some of them for another piece to help you win right now with the rest of that core. Um, outside of outside of Nets game tonight, um, what other fixture are you looking forward to? Good question. Let me double check the schedule right now so I don't get my days confused. Um, you got uh, the Clippers against the Detroit. Clippers and the Pistons. I, yeah, I, I guess I would say the uh, the Pacers and Pelicans is a decent game. You know, the Pelicans are another team that's you know towards the top of the West, playing well. You know, the Pacers. You know, were had this hot start. Many people thought they were going to tank. I think they're kind of at like a crossroads right now. But if they don't start winning again soon, do they just tank for Victor Wembanyama? And uh, I think the Jazz and Spurs are another game like that, too, because the Jazz have been reeling a little bit. 
you know, I think that they're another team with all these draft picks, and they start to head south too if it doesn't get better in the next few weeks. So, um, you know, Rockets, Bulls, not really interesting. Hornets, Trailblazers, <laughs> I'm good with. Timberwolves, Heat, you know, they're both around 500. Maybe that's a little interesting, but um, yeah, outside of Net, Nets, Cavs is definitely the game of the night. Uh, Alex, uh, I just want—I've just been looking at the top six teams in each conference, right? And for the for the life of me, it sort of just seems a real mix of teams that historically you wouldn't have expected to be in that position. You've got top, from top to bottom of the West in the tops, you've got Nuggets, Pelicans, Grizzlies, Suns, Clippers and Kings. And then on the East, you've got Celtics, yeah, you could expect them, Bucks, Cavaliers, Nets, 76ers and Knicks. The Knicks sitting at six with an 18 and six, uh, 16, just sitting over 500. Does that surprise you, those, those placings at this point in the season? Oh, it's a good question. I, I'd say a little bit of yes and no. You know, like the, if you were t- going to tell me that that was the standings at the beginning of the season, I could see it with some and not others. You know, um, the Pelicans, I wanted to see them healthy before I really made any comments. But now that they're healthy, you know, I, I can believe that. Um, the Knicks, I'm kind of curious about. I, I'm, I'm interested to see if they can keep it going. I think it's good for the city if both New York teams are playing well. But I feel like the Knicks are still a piece away from really making a lot of noise. You know, I'm I'm curious if the, if six is their ceiling or can they maybe get into that five range? Um, you know, Memphis, not really a surprise. Um, you know, not really some of the others either. Cleveland, I wanted to see as well, and they look really good. They're young too. So I think you're seeing a little bit of the changing of the guard, right, as LeBron gets older, the, the Warriors get older. Um uh, the Miami Heat are usually regulars. They're not up there right now. The Raptors are another one. So uh, I, I think you're seeing a little bit of change in the guard, and I think parity is good in the NBA, especially with some of those smaller markets you just named. Yeah, no, that's that's a really good point, parity too, because that's a, it's one thing that a lot of a lot of sports uh, struggle with. Uh, final thoughts: We, of course, in this part of the world, are always uh, wondering what's going on with Stephen Adams, and he's playing for the Grizzlies right now. What are they? How good do the Grizzlies need to be to? to improve, to push for a real a real spot in the playoffs and maybe contend. And are they contenders? Yeah, I, I, I'm i I'm drinking the Kool-Aid with them, to be quite frank. If John Morant stays healthy, it wouldn't stun me if they win the whole thing either. You know, um, I Gen- mean, he, Gen- it, Genuinely? Yes. Yes, I mean, because they... They're very good at weathering the storm. You know, you think about this. They have one of the best records in the NBA, and they haven't had their starting five healthy all season. They are very good at next man up. You know, somebody goes down and, and filling that role that they uh, that they leave. Um, it's funny. I always forget Stephen Adams isn't even twenty nine. Isn't even thirty. I mean, th- that was going around Twitter today. Th- they're built for now. I I kind of wonder if there's a move they can make at the deadline to maybe upgrade them at the margins a bit, or even just bring in a more experienced guy that has more playoff experience, maybe helped him get over the hump. But no, I, I think genuinely speaking that, that they could win the West if, if things keep going their way and they can stay healthy. That's the biggest thing with them. Wow, you have drunk some Kool-Aid, which, which is impressive to say, to say <laughs> the least. Uh, do you get any time off over this festive season or are you just constantly on the go? Yeah, no, um, you know, I'm not with the Nets in Cleveland tonight. I'm back on the road with them next week because they, they have a very heavy schedule in uh, – in July, in July, in January on the road. Um, it's funny. I said I drank Kool-Aid. I had some wine yesterday. That might still be in my system too for Christmas. Man, it sounds sounds but, like you're uh, trudging through snow at the moment. Yeah, I got a little bit of wind that uh, that hit me. It was pretty nice outside actually for, uh, until now. But um, <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, I uh I would say I would say uh I just lost my train of thought. Ah, uh, look, you know what? It's uh, Christmas and the, 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 the festive wine's kicked in and we don't mind because you've entertained us for a good 20 minutes, mate, and, and given us an update as to what really matters. Alex, thanks so much. Uh, happy festive season, what remains of it, and uh, stay safe and keep keep drinking that Grizzlies Kool-Aid, man. I will. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, you're more than welcome. Alex Schiffer, the Brooklyn Nets beat writer for the, at the Athletic New York City and the, at the Athletic NBA. Man, he's, he, was, he was really open about that, wasn't he? Drinking the Grizzlies Kool-Aid. Thinks they can wing the West. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, did you lose Stephen your Adams. Is, is, no, Stephen Adams, Adams, nice player. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think the key, the key that he said was one of those old maxims that you use in sport. If everybody's fit mm. and healthy mm. and you've got a, a roster that works, uh, everything's going white. Hence why the Nets are doing so well at the moment. Jeez. Because they've got a healthy yeah, roster, yeah, they do, right? And and he, he, although he, and like your he, Lakers don't, <laughs> eight twenty with Mitch and McIver in the morning on the SENZ breakfast summertime breakfast. Brought to you by the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Just remember our can't wait question of the day, and you can ring us on the Kennards High phone line oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. What do you think of Richie Mwanga going to Toshiba after the World Cup? We would love your thoughts. Do you give a toss? Do you care? Would he be easily replaced? Both Mitch and I agree that there's plenty of talent around. Or should we be picking offshore? No, but that's not the question of the day. What do you think of Richie going offshore?